welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining me. Today, I'm joined by Alec from YouTube. You may have seen him. Uh, His videos are like all viral successes. He talks about selling on Etsy um, with a slant towards print on demand. And I'm excited to get to know more about you and your story. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on. Yeah. So first and foremost, like you're on YouTube, of course, I'm going to drop a link to uh, your most viral video that that got me hooked. I was like, yo, I got to reach out to this guy because this is really cool. You were talking about um, selling print on demand stickers, chat GPT. Maybe we circle back to that later, but I wanted to know like, what's your story? How'd you get started? How long you've been doing it? Yeah, for sure. So I have been in e-commerce for several years now for probably about three years. So, uh, I started back in 2020. I was, uh, a licensed real estate broker and right when the uh, whole lockdown situation happened, the words that we can't really say on YouTube, um, Basically, I was I was stuck inside and I had to figure out a way to get some income coming in. And so the way that I really got started was creating like digital marketing packets for real estate agents. And I was making those and then I decided to list them for sale on Etsy because I had seen a couple other sellers doing that. And I figured if they can make money doing it, you know, why can't I? And so uh, those were like the first products that I listed. And it took me several months to get some sales coming in, like uh, probably like three to six months. And then I started seeing a couple sales of like $3, $6, you know, $8, something like that. Uh, and so after that started happening, I was, I started looking into like other products that I could sell and, you know, mid, mid to early 2020 was when I, you know, I found your channel. I found some other print on demand channels and I just was binge watching the content and started uh, applying the, you know, applying the lessons that I was learning. And it actually, you know, it it started turning out pretty well. And so the more success I got, obviously, the easier it was to keep going. But uh, but yeah, that's kind of like briefly how it it got started is, um, yeah, selling those digital like real estate marketing packets on Etsy. And then I started watching content like yours got me into print on demand specifically. So can, can I ask like, uh, and that's like, that's awesome that you are like a transparent about how you get started. Cause I mean, yeah, it's, um, and a lot of it is like YouTube, but I wanted to know, like, you're probably one of the, f- I don't know, maybe I'm completely wrong, but you might be one of the first people to think about selling like digital products on Etsy before I feel like it became more mainstream. Like, oh, really? how did you, I don't, I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know how long people have really been doing it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And like, how did you think of all marketplaces to go to like Etsy with a digital product? Did you just do a Google search and somebody else was doing it or do you shop on Etsy a lot or anything like that? So, so it's kind of funny. I was basically when, as a, as a real estate broker, I wasn't allowed to do things like uh, door knocking or uh, holding open houses, which is how you usually get clients as a new agent when you're new to real estate. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking into other ways of marketing myself. And so there's like digital marketing or physical marketing. And for some reason, there was like a really niche blog post online that was talking about um, uh, mail marketing. And so you'd make like, you'd make physical mail in an envelope and mail it to houses that had expired off of the market or Mm -hmm. like they had trouble selling their house or something like that. 
And so my idea was, okay, I'm going to see if I can buy like these marketing packets and just start using them for myself. And so when I was, when I started searching these up, I, I couldn't like, there were a few results and they were only on Etsy. Like you couldn't buy these anywhere else because it's super niche, right? Like Mm -hmm. nobody's really looking to sell real estate marketing packets that you can mail to people that can't sell their house. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to create my own and then I'm going to list those for sale and I'm going to use them for myself. And so I started creating those and they actually like all in all, I probably did like 30 sales over the course of the, like over the lifespan that I was selling those products, which is not bad considering like, how poor quality the, uh, the packets were. Uh, but yeah, I would, that's basically how I, how I found that little tiny niche to get started in. And I think that's what gave me like the confidence to kind of move forward with it. Yeah. That's like, makes it basically official that you can sell in just about any niche on Etsy at this point, like real estate marketing packets. Yeah. And so (laughs) you, then I guess pivoted to print on demand. You had your, um, what, what to you, I guess, was like a nice level of success at the time, you know, um, which ended up being like nothing later on based on the success you achieved. Uh, but yeah, so you spun that, you spun the digital like products into a print on demand business on Etsy. Exactly. So, and for a little more context, like I had been binge watching before I was even in real estate, uh, I had been binge watching like all the e-commerce videos. The Shopify dropshipping was huge at the time. And so I'm like, oh man, I got to try this out. And so I tried all of that for a few months and I, I had several failed stores. So I wasn't completely brand new to the idea of e-commerce. But once I started seeing actual sales come in and I'm like, okay, I'm completely profitable on these digital products that I've listed. How can I, how can I like get more of this going? And so when I was like thinking about it from a business perspective, I'm like, there's nobody relatively speaking, that's looking to buy these real estate marketing packets, even though they are selling, like I've sold like 30 of them, you know, Mm. no, like in the grand scheme of things, I'd have to sell, you know, thousands for this to be, for this to make a full-time income. And so that's when I started thinking about other ideas to kind of switch and sell on Etsy specifically, because I'm like, all right, I've already done something over here. Let me see what else I can do. And so that's when, that's when I started pivoting because print on demand is very, like, it's very similar, I think, in a lot of ways to selling digital products because you don't really, you don't have any products yourself. So you're just, Mm -hmm. it's essentially a digital product to me. I just don't see the full profit margin. So that's when I started uh, thinking about getting into print on demand and there were some viral products at the time. Um, back in 2020, obviously masks were super, super hot. They were flying off the shelves. So uh, that's where I started getting some first print-on-demand sales. Nice. So you kind of built your confidence up there. It's funny how many people like that. I mean, yeah, like the masks were a nice early win, you know, for people that were around at the time to build that confidence and give people the like what the boost they needed to feel like they could do it, you know. And that's a lot of a lot of people then pivoted into more success. And eventually a YouTube channel, tell your story and uh, help others. And it's kind of like this weird life cycle that obviously like I participated in as well. So um, yeah, your channel is great, by the way. Anybody that hasn't seen Thanks. Alex's content, man, um, it's like his videos put mine to shame, truly. Like I love how they're edited, great content. Uh, you, you haven't even been at it that long and you're already at like they're almost 30,000 subscribers. So congrats to you on that. Well, thanks, dude. I mean, it's literally, literally thanks to you in part because I would watch your content and uh, like 
anyone who's watching this, like subscribe to this man right here. He's got like, he's got the keys. Like, you know, you know what you're talking about at the end of the day. And so that's what literally your videos. I mean, there's a few other YouTubers. You got what, like Wholesale Ted. There's a couple other ones that like mm -hmm. do great print on demand content. But if it wasn't for people like you and your videos specifically, like I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have made half the money right. I have. So I, I glad, so I'm glad you. I could help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's but, funny how things come full circle because here we are today. So um, yeah, and everybody that's watching, I, I know that most people probably don't want to start a YouTube channel. So back to like print on demand, yes. uh, like any, I mean, I'm always the first thing I want to ask you, you said masks, but beyond face masks, because they're not selling that well right now. Um, like what were you selling? Is there any insights you're willing to share with people today that maybe can help boost their Etsy business? Yeah. So I think the masks gave me a little bit of confidence, obviously along with like the digital real estate stuff, because I just saw any amount of sales coming in. And I'm like, if I can sell anything, I can sell more things. That was kind of my mindset. Um, and so the masks, yeah, they don't sell today. Like nobody's, nobody's doing that. But there's a lot of like, I always, uh, in a lot of my videos, I'm like, you just got to look at literally the best sellers page on these print on demand websites. If you go to Printify or Printful, or even like marketplaces like Redbubble, or I mean, look at Amazon and look at the best-selling products. The, the the comments I get on my videos are like, oh, it's it's oversaturated. I'm like, it's not the product that's oversaturated. Like t-shirts aren't probably ever going to be oversaturated. You just have to create designs for different niches, like underneath your product niche. And so that's the idea that I kind of had to adapt is like, if you're going to sell face masks, then you have to sell like a ton of different designs on the face masks. And then you'll probably be successful with that. If you want to sell mugs or t-shirts or posters or canvases or phone cases or like anything else. Yeah. I think in my experience, it's been that you make the product your niche and then you kind of create designs to target different interest groups underneath that. There you go. So you kind of have your target audience in mind. Um, and yeah, it's like, that's a much more, if, if nothing else, like much more reasonable approach than to say like, you know, I always think of like uh, Cameron, uh, my friend Cameron, who has like the merch jar software. It's like Amazon ad automation software. And he's without giving up like his, his best selling product. Like he has a product that literally makes him 10 grand a month sometimes, you know? And it's like, that is a much lower percentile outcome <laughs> for us to be like trying to coach people up to than yeah. to just say, Hey, like, get into a bunch of different niches. Some of them are going to be successful. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I also like another, another thing that I think I should mention is like you, a lot, I underestimated the amount of like, just the amount of designs because I have no whatsoever graphic design or art experience. And so it just like the amount of, of time and like just learning that I had to put in to kind of figure out what sells and what does well it's like now with all the resources available, it's like, okay, it should be fairly easy to look at what, what, look at what's successful and start implementing it. So. Yeah. And it's always good advice to take a clue. Like you don't have to guess. Um, I'm not saying to like replicate the exact design of bestsellers, but it's like just literally scroll through bestseller pages and see like what design styles are popular. I do feel exactly. like kind of Etsy has a vibe and like Amazon has a vibe and they're, they're kind of almost separate a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like where, you know, prioritize for where you're posting primarily to. And uh, yeah, pretty good advice. Well, I love, I love that you said that 
about the vibe because from I've I've sold a little bit on Redbubble. I have not been accepted to merch by Amazon, even though I've applied many times. They don't like me. Uh, <laughs> but but from what I've seen, like even like even between eBay and Etsy, like you can have the same design. Like if you're selling a t-shirt, you can have the same design, but the way that you present it is complete like should be completely different. Because because the audience on Etsy is looking for something completely different than the audience on eBay. It's almost offensive from what I found to the audience on eBay to list it with like a really nice Etsy mock-up from what I've seen. Like like eBay, eBay likes the very like rugged, just like, this is the t-shirt you're going to get. And Etsy likes it to be like, the customers on Etsy want it to be like, oh, this is the, you know, the super soft t-shirt that you're getting, even though it's the same design and the same product. So I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that's like key to understand the vibe of the marketplace you're selling on. Yeah, that's a great point, especially for me as like a an eBay shopper, maybe like one of very few remaining, but I still do a lot of shopping on eBay. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree there with your take. Um, and I wanted to just like, we talked a little bit off camera, just you, you mentioned that you are a grinder. That was the word you used. And it's like, man, I consider myself a grinder. Like I like to touch on that aspect. It's not like actionable advice, but when it comes to print on demand or whatever else, just in life in general, it's like, if you really want something just like go work for it, like work towards it. You know, obviously it helps to have a plan. It helps to watch these videos, learn from people who have been there. But yeah, like, I, I like that you, you called yourself a self-proclaimed, like you're willing to put in the work, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I, I consider myself a grinder, you know, you know, uh, well, and even like you've shown that to be true with your videos. I mean, you're consistently posting a video a day still. I mean, here we are a couple of years later and you're like on your grind every single day. So that's apparent, but uh, when it comes to me, like I just kind of, I, I was initially sold the kind of dream of, I guess, passive income with print on demand. And so that's what I think hooked me into like keeping that idea in the back of my mind. But at the end of the day, it still takes an incredible amount of work and like, not just like, like focus and like, I'm going to sit here and make designs that I don't necessarily want to do, but eventually it'll pay me. And so yeah, absolutely. Like it's, it is a grind every day. You kind of do have to make up your mind and commit and you have to commit before you ever even see any kind of results, which is, I think is another key difference between doing something like e-commerce and doing something like, you know, DoorDash or Uber, because if you go do one of those side hustles today, you'll get paid today. But if you do something like print on demand or e-commerce in general, you're probably not going to get paid today. You might get paid, you know, three months out or six months out. You might get paid in a week or so, you know, if you're really good. But that's that's a key that it took me a while to learn is like you're not going to get paid for the work that you put in today until, you know, you start reaping the rewards down the line. So, yeah, it's definitely a grind. And it's, I think, more than anything, just like a mental grind. For sure. Yeah. Perspective matters a lot. That's one thing that I don't talk about as much as I really would like to. Like if I ever got to like stand in front and like of a crowd and give a seminar in person, people would be thinking I'm going to give like a print on demand tutorial. I'd be like, nah, I'd be more about like conceptualizing money in your head and like understanding like what it really is, like kind of a little bit how it works. I love studying the financial system. And like, like I always try to say my biggest recommendation is thinking in terms of dollars per day. Like when I was mm. at my day job, like I always knew exactly how much money I made that day as a function of like what they paid me divided by 365. And then I'd be like, Oh, Amazon merch. Like, let me make one sale a day plus $3 a day, you know, and let me make two sales a day. Oh, plus $6 a day. 
Like I just yeah. thought in those terms and that kept me like very focused on what I was doing long-term. Hopefully that helps other people too. You know, I, I didn't lose sight of what we were building because yeah, it is slow at first. And that's like such an excellent point. I think I think a lot of the same way, like when you're, when you work for $15 an hour, $20 an hour, whatever that is, you know, you're literally spending your time. But now I kind of think it like, like what you just said, you think in like day amounts and dollar value. So like, how much did I make this day? And then when you go spend your money, you're like, all right, I'm spending, you know, four hours worth of work it is. And then you kind of conceptualize how that works. So that's a great point. That'd be fun to dive into sometime. Yeah, for sure. A little mental exercise. So um, <laughs> unless there's something else you wanted to like share about print on demand, I really wanted to ask about the, um, that one viral video you were using chat GPT. I forget, was it like night cafe AI or was it, uh, to do the stickers? Like that was a great story. If you want to just like summarize and then I will link to it so everybody can go to your channel, subscribe and check out the full story. Cause it was like a brilliant video. Thanks dude. Yeah. So, uh, basically the video, uh, the rundown was, um, creating, like how to start a, what can be a six figure sticker business, uh, from nothing. If you don't, if you have nothing like no skills, no creativity, you know, no experience whatsoever, like how, how you would go about doing that. And so, uh, basically my, it starts out using chat GPT, which is a, an AI chat bot, uh, where you can, you know, type in, I'm sure everyone knows what it is at this point. Yeah, it's like you, you said, chat GPT. In. Now the algorithm's already pushing your video to like a million people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So now <laughs> this video is going to blow up. You're going to get, you know, thousands of subscribers from it, but, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, yeah, you can ask it for ideas. And I think that that's a key that I unfortunately didn't have a few years ago. That's a huge advantage for people nowadays. It's like, uh, you can multiply your ideas by communicating with this bot if you know how to talk with it. And even like, I mean, you could do the same thing on Google, but ChatGPT is a great resource for getting ideas, long story short. And so you take those ideas and plug them into MidJourney, which is a image generation AI. And you can get it to generate you essentially stickers, like pre-made ready to go stickers um, that you just have to cut out from the background. And so I walk through the process of using the chatbot to get your ideas um, and then making the stickers and getting them ready to sell, you know, making a little mock-up and then um, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the whole process. I walk you through how to uh, and then, and then at the end, I talk about how to multiply your ideas, which I think is a key that I should have spent a little bit more time in the video talking about, but uh, you should just to... plug part two, honestly. Ah, there you go. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, for sure. But like, uh, yeah, if you have like a pizza sticker, I think is what I use in the in the video, uh, how you can take that sticker and make like a bunch of different listings or ideas and designs from it. And so because, uh, again, I think that that's one of the keys is just, you know, creating a lot of content for the potential buyers uh, so that they can choose exactly what they want. Yeah. Nice complimentary, like kind of option as well uh, as an upsell maybe or something. But anyways, like I watched that video, man, it was like number, I already told you YouTube, like wanted me to watch it. It put it at the top of my home feed. So I was like, Oh, I guess I gotta watch it. I'm like brushing my teeth in the morning, watching your video. And I was like, <laughs> like literally I'm, I'm, I'm not making this up by the end. I was like, you really know what you're talking about. Like it came through in the video. Ah, thanks dude. So yeah, that was thanks. like a great, like introductory to Alex content, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm endorsing Alex channel guys. Like I'm putting it in the oh, description. You, I think you should check it out. Yeah. Like for real, it was good stuff. And it was like very interesting. It's very with the times, the chat GPT, the, uh, um, not night cafe. What was it? 
Uh, Mid Journey. Mid Journey. I always forget yep. that one for some reason. Uh, I used to be in the Discord, but I got annoyed by all the announcements that would pop up. <laughs> yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, yeah. You gotta if for people who are interested, it is worth paying for the Mid Journey uh, subscription, and then you can have a private bot. And so it's like thirty bucks a month, but you get a private bot, so you don't get the notifications. You can generate privately, and it's and it's a pretty good situation over there. So I don't know. I like it, and it's uh it's been a useful resource overall. But cool. Yeah. Hey, Alec, man, thank yeah, you for taking time to be here. And uh, anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, hey, thanks for having me. Anyone who's who's still here, like, make sure you're subscribed. Double check. Make sure you're subscribed to Ryan invaluable content. So there you go. Thanks for watching. And yeah, thanks for having me.